What's up, my fellow lionesses and lions? Welcome to the Project Lioness podcast. We are here to disrupt the mainstream narrative when it comes to health, holism, and human consciousness. We are here to share bold truths about health and life from a female perspective. This episode is brought to you by our team, Inspire Co., where we stand for your health being inspired by choice rather than being inhibited by chance. Thank you for being here and joining in on these raw, real, and powerful conversations. We hope our show brings you inspiration and empowerment to overcome challenges, reclaim your life, and ultimately pursue your mission with power, purpose, and play. Now, let's get into the episode. Also, even if you look a little lower, it's like... It's because my boobs are touching my belly button. (laughs) Same. (laughs) What's that like? Um, Not super comfortable, but it's just that I'm not used to it yet. I think if I were to do it all the time, I would just... Because you're not You get used to it. You 100% get used to it. Like, mine are down here all the time, and I'm just used to it now, so... We're just going to like jump into this and continue this conversation, but oh. welcome to the Project Line. Are we recording? We are. I hit oh. the button Oops. even. And we can Ooh. include the boob conversation. <laughs> and, and me like twerking my boobs. Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the conversation, y'all. Grab a chair, grab your drink, and come talk about what it's like to have boobs. That touch your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dr. Mel. Ashley. Dr. Aaron and Jess. <laughs> Are you going to sing? Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> we haven't been together in like so long. It's been a hot minute. When was the last time? It had to have been like February. Yeah. Really? Because you were still intern. Yeah, yeah, I was still intern. And now you're doctor. Now we're Aaron, actually, and we yeah. need a yeah. new podcast picture. Let's go. Not just yes. of us cropped that I created. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. Thank hopefully, you. hopefully Thank July 6th. We'll get Sure. Yes. Yeah. We're doing a fun photo shoot soon. So be excited for that. And in this episode, we are really just like grabbing our drinks and chilling around the table and catching up with each other and catching up on life since we haven't been together for a while. And it's halfway through 2023, a little bit over halfway. We're almost at the summer solstice. By the time you listen to this, we've probably hit the summer solstice. And so we thought it'd be fun to just like hang and share what's coming up for us and life updates and like growth in the year 2023 personally and professionally and Mm -hmm. share with y'all so you know I think it's I think it's valuable to have these moments of the year and I I I don't know about you guys but I like to use the equinoxes and the solstice as a time to (laughs) sorry (laughs) these two next to me we're on YouTube by the way if you haven't followed us on YouTube subscribe and watch us because it's way better we're doing we're doing weird shit all the time yeah, we're doing so. weird shit ashley and jess are dancing Shimmy. showing their their boobs i don't know what's happening closed um, yeah, closed yeah, boobs yeah. just to be clear <laughs> to be fair, this is definitely an explicit like vocally explicit but yes. we have clothes on yes this is not there's not an only fans yet <laughs> yet she said yes. i don't know yeah, where we're going let's go capitalize on that i'm um, out i'm out i'm not engaging in that no <laughs> I have no That's boobs. what you think. <laughs> <laughs> That's somebody's fetish, Erin, all right? So here we are. We've derailed already. All right. Husky, so. husky hair and no boobs. Sign <laughs> me up. 
<laughs> I mean, hey, like there's, uh, it's a multiverse and you know, if you're into that, fucking get it, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yes, Amazing. what I was saying before the boobs came in was I personally like to use the equinox and the solstice as points of the year to really reflect. And usually it's reflection based on where we're at in like the season and the elements. So I don't know about y'all, but I've been feeling so much energy leading up to the solstice. Like just like, it feels like the veil is really thin from human reality to like spiritual reality. And that could just be my illusion of where I'm at in my cycle. I'm Mm -hmm just past ovulation so i'm going into luteal phase i think most of you are i'm about to menstruate <laughs> i just Stop finished <laughs> i just finished so i can finally feel like energy in my body it's that's great. where the, that, why the crap taps yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yes and i'm still bleeding so <laughs> i guess was, i really think i was bleeding the last time we were all four together too to be honest yeah i actually think you were this is what happens when like we try to we try to sync these things that align with our cycle but if all of us are literally on opposite spectrums and by all of us i mean me and you guys Mm -hmm. gals whatever well we just need all three of us to balance your energy yeah maybe i'm fucking the shit up yeah it's true because we're all really close (laughs) and you're just over here living your own uterus life so i don't know i'll get in on the boob action (laughs) mel's intensity needs three to balance Uh, 100 percent. yeah absolutely fair so let's let's talk about what's coming up in in life and yeah. what are we learning how are we growing what are we letting die if you haven't listened to our latest podcast previous ones dr Aaron and i talked about birth death and rebirth so that was really seriously good thank you yeah i mean I, we obviously i listen to the episodes that i'm not in because they're great <laughs> I listen but to the ones that i'm talking <laughs> i can see mel in her car like yep. hmm, yes mel this is yep. good and good then she's like oh no that's not good take a note take no a literally that's what i do it, it's i was listening and i texted i texted other lionesses this morning and i said please do not let me say the word like so much like 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 um <laughs> Just from a communication and leadership perspective, I I realized I was saying like a lot. We so. definitely notice that more than other people do, though. Absolutely, right? Like we are we are the people that are so critical mm-hmm. of how we talk, and then someone else is like, "You are so great at public speaking," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "I said um every other word, <laughs> but thank you." <laughs> I also find myself saying um or like closer to my period because I'm tired and mm-hmm. so my speech is a little bit different the brain's working a little yeah. bit slower at that yeah. time I feel like so yeah thank yeah. you <laughs> so we're jumping into what's going on right because I want to say like you said the veil feels really thin to you right now mm-hmm. and I I I feel like I wish I would have thought about that because the last couple of days I've just been telling my husband like what the fuck is going on like, oh I feel so I don't know you know what I mean so like, I will tell you that Saturn I'm pretty sure is going into retrograde in Pisces <laughs> and I, I get excited watery. because I'm a Pisces and Sounds I get excited watery. about it but yeah it's definitely like a thinning of veils and like breaking of old patterns and See, all that. okay mm-hmm. the yeah. break yes, yes because I feel like Big. I've just been like deciding I guess what's going on for me yeah. in, in my life right now is I'm like very much fuck it energy, but in the positive way. Mm-hmm. In like the, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. If you don't like it, that sucks. But I'm like, I want to be, I feel more authenticity coming online. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel, I don't know. There's an energy in my body that's like, suddenly it just clicked. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, I've been kind of like these last few weeks just being like, this is what I'm going to do. 
Mm. This is, you know, and without like hesitation, because I definitely mm. am a person and you guys know, like I struggle like, uh, what do people think I look like? Mm. Or what's, you know, the same things everybody struggles with. But these last few weeks, there's something clicked online where I'm just like, man, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And I don't, no one else has to like it but me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Right, 100%. Like, that is my energy. About you or anything that you do. Yeah, but in the good way. It's yeah. like nihilistic optimism. You Ooh. know what I mean? Like, oh, that's a term. <laughs> the nihilistic optimist. That's right. like, like nothing matters. Yeah. So nothing matters. Like, right. that's so awesome. It's freeing, right? There's, so I just mm-hmm. feel really... Like nothing specific has been going on other than like taking more magnesium. I am taking more magnesium. <laughs> yes. You're not wrong about that. And she's getting that magnesium. Boost. I don't know if like that's making a big difference, but uh, yeah, I think but, magnesium introducing magnesium into your body can make a big difference. Like I that. mean, if that's what it is, then holy shit, everyone take magnesium because I just feel more powerful in my body mm-hmm. lately. Making little changes like. I'm doing that because other people are doing it. Mm. I don't want to do that. Like, Mm. I don't like it, right? So there's just a lot more me energy. And I guess when I'm getting my entrainments with Dr. Aaron or Dr. Mel, they're like, yo, transform energy is in your body. (laughs) And I'm like, sweet, I'm taking advantage of that. But in a way that feels really freeing to me. So I'm just like, I don't know, summer, spring, spring, summer energy, really feeling me and yeah. stepping into like my I'm 33 now so my do I get to say mid 30s is it is that nope nope no. we still we're still <laughs> my young 30 I guess mid 30s is five early which, 30s yeah. what's math early even? 30s my yeah. early 30s I just feel just nope the, el- <laughs> the elder the elder in the group nope <laughs> no you're not there yet Ages, but like, I would say like 34 to like 36, 37. Okay. So I'm close because yeah, November Almost is there. my 34. So go. I'm close. But my early 30s, each year since I've been 30, I just feel like is getting progressively more like, yeah, I don't, that's great. I'm happy you're happy, but I'm going to be happy doing my shit. Yeah. yeah. It's such a, and I would so agree with you with what's happening in my life too, is something clicked in, in the Jesus year 33. I was listening to Sadhguru and he was talking about spiritually there's these points of time related to you know they use 108 as a very spiritual number right so malas have 108 beats right and something does happen when you do hit 33 where there's a coming into self you know your prefrontal cortex has been developed you know if you have a normal development it's been developed now for a significant period of years and i feel the same way where it's like hey, I accept you as you are, but there, there's just something different in the 30s. And I'm sure our listeners who are like in their 40s and 50s are probably saying, yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, I feel that too, where there's this coming into self. And it's not that you don't care about the planet or other people, no. but it's this per, like self-permission. Oh, permit. that's a really good word. Mm-hmm. It's just like to exist as I am without somebody else's standard, especially as a woman, right? Yeah. Like that's a really big un, like winding my brain pathways on like I have an idea built in and I think a lot of women do I think Mm -hmm. most of us have grown up with this idea of what a woman is supposed to be and I imagine men have this too 100% like I'm sure they have their own version of this but especially as a woman it's like what kind of woman am I supposed to be and then I figured out what kind of woman do I want to be who do do I love and care about Mm -hmm. first as Mm -hmm. opposed to worrying if 
some random ass stranger who sees me in the parking lot thinks I look pretty. But you know what I mean? Like we women, we waste so much time and energy on that sort of thing yep. when I'm like, do I think I look pretty? Yeah. And I think that that's infinitely more important. So that's like, so nothing like huge, big life changes other than I'm just like really stepping into authenticity right now. I think that's such a, an example of like, um, like life progression, right? When you're a teenager, you're like learning what the boundaries are and how to push them. And then when you're in your twenties, you're like exploring your strengths and how to like, I don't know, learn how to live with the boundaries almost. And then when you're thirties, you're like, no, like these, like I I can create my own boundaries, right? Right. The twenties feel like there's a lot of social pressure um, to like, find a career, finish college and all of that. And then when you're in your thirties, you're kind of all of a sudden, well, your frontal lobe is fully developed. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, why am I doing anything other than what I want to be doing? Exactly. For real. For well, a lot I, of people. Right. For some people it comes later. Absolutely. Or yeah. earlier for some people. I mean, for sure the timeline is earlier. always, yeah. I mean, Aaron is still in the mid 20s. Oh, yeah. How old are you, Aaron? I'm 27. Oh, okay. I, was, I thought <laughs> that was right. You? I was like, <laughs> I just really know she that. She doesn't even go here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a baby. <laughs> just a baby. Oh man. I feel but, like if I had your energy at 27, like your, you know, yeah. grounded outlook, yeah. like shit. I'd be at 33, I'd be ascending. I'd be floating out of my body at 33. I had a really nice compliment like the other day when I was having coffee with someone and she was like, how old are you? And I'm like 27. She's like, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think I do present a little bit older. Older. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just my life wisdom that That's I've right. gained. A wise soul. That trauma is. will do that. Yeah. Trauma, trauma does trauma that. Will do that. I also True. think. You. Yeah. I also think to be 27. So that would have been eight years ago for me. And to be in the company of people like this, mm-hmm. where it's like free thinking, but also free expression and like, mm. yeah. and lots of just like love and safety, it would have been easier to like get to where I am now faster. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. There's an entrainment that happens, you know, and I was listening to a podcast, Kimberly Ann Johnson, and she's really stepping in. I think she's in her late forties, almost 50. And I really, I really admire her and look up to her as an elder in the kind of work that we're doing. And she is stepping into more elderhood positions where she's holding circles more. She's doing less teaching, more facilitating of, hey, let's sit down and have a conversation and really she's not the one she even says she's like I don't have the answers I you may think I have answers educationally and intelligence wise when it comes to the educational intelligence however when you can hold circle it with elders who have have lived experience there is a different frequency that's created and I I don't she her mission and purpose is to create more of those circles because she sees in our siloed community that we don't have that as much anymore. We don't have elder circles where you yeah. sit and learn from people who have had, you know, not a bunch of PhDs or numbers after, right. or not number. I guess letters. you could have numbers. You could have letters. <laughs> you could have numbers, sure. Two PhDs. But people who have had literal lived experience and there's a deeper level of wisdom that yeah. comes with that. Absolutely. And I am appreciating that more. I feel when I was in my 20s, I fucking knew everything. And people older than me, I was like, you're delusional. I know everything, (laughs) you know, you're a little bit more narcissistic perhaps, but I'm now really appreciating like the elderhood energy that's coming in. I think that's something that has kind of been lost in like 
as we talked about how we're coming back to like old wisdoms Mm -hmm. is that maiden the mother and the crone yeah and there's some really good books that are coming out lately is like maiden is like seeking and exploring and mother is like implementing and integrating and crone is like sharing wisdom yeah and that's you know i feel like we're kind of in the the mother the mother of it all absolutely Okay. Well, and I told um, Ashley this earlier this week, kind of going back to you and your energy. Yeah. Like you just have such a lighter fairy energy that you're yeah. embodying lately. Thank you. I just had to share here on the podcast. I appreciate too. that. I think it's it, it's it's nice to hear that what I'm trying to do internally is showing up externally because totally. I think mm-hmm. I'm, that's showing up because mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. more comfortable. Yeah. Right. I just feel more free in my yeah. own person. So it's like, yeah, I'm just going to have a lighter energy about me because it's like this is me hope you like me if not that's cool because yeah. we can either take it or leave it right and it just feels very freeing with that like lighter energy what do you feel like you're gra- like gravitating towards you or attracting towards you like have you found that kind of things are manifesting different or I definitely feel like in any of my personal relationships suddenly they're just easier it's not like they were super difficult before but now they just feel easier yeah like I'm not as concerned about oh is this the right thing to say or are they going to be upset they just feel easier so I think I'm attracting more ease in my day-to-day life but I'm also making space for changes that like little shit like I put my phone now I plug in my phone in a separate room at night and I don't touch it after 6 p.m. I don't get it till like eight in the morning now when I'm leaving right so there's this huge like I don't you know I'm already not on social media so I'm already a little bit disconnected anyhow but I was like man why do I have my phone you know I mean so Mm -hmm. it just I, I created more space with this lighter energy that's like oh what other change can I make that I've maybe been wanting to make that just keeps feeding this idea of giving me more of who I am. Because I think too, like if we're clouding our being with lots of other external things like phones or whatever stimulation it might be, it's harder to figure out like, who the fuck am I? Who, who am I trying to be? And that's been a big question for me late twenties, early thirties. So Mm. I feel like I have more space about who am I? And it feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I personally, the biggest thing in my life has been tapping back into, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 year old Aaron, which has been so fun. And like the things that that version of me really enjoyed that I probably let go of because, you know, high school and, you know, what have you, you're just stepping into a different sort of phase of your life and you kind of let some of those things go. So for example, I started doing puzzles again. Yes. And I, I feel actually like an old woman. Love a good puzzle. <laughs> but it's been so nice and I'm thinking about getting roller skates or roller blades. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh you used to roll all the time. Blades. Let's yes. go, Erin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go to a roller rink. That'd be right? so cool. Yeah. We I'm should in- do a podcast episode from a roller rink. <laughs> 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 all right. Sorry. You go ahead. <laughs> We actually went to a roller skating ring. Um, JP planned a surprise birthday party for me, and that's where we went was roller skating. You used to be able to, I mean, you wouldn't know this, but the Metrodome, I think you can do it in. You could do it at Target Center. Can you do it at Target Center? I think so. And potentially the the Vikings Stadium. Oh, that's what it is. The Vikings Stadium. Yeah. Bank Stadium, right? No. U.S. Bank Stadium. Is that what it is? The big glass ship that's really stupidly designed, as my husband would say. Anyway. (laughs) It's a billion dollars. It's so 
I don't have a lot of positive things to say about that. I'm sorry. (laughs) All of it's just over my head right now. Um, (laughs) But for roller skating tangent for they used to, and they might still do this, allow you to come and roller skate around. That would be so fun. And we should do people on the highest level. I remember we went in the Metrodome one time and RIP Metrodome. Um, <laughs> we went, I think it was Marita and I, or Erica and I, and, and as you ascend to the highest level, those people are going fucking fast. Like they will fuck you up. Like they're the ones who are skating with their arms behind their back and they're just helmet and everything. And oh, probably knee like, pads, elbow pads. <laughs> yeah. Too. I'm yeah. going to need to be on the bottom level yeah. then. Like that's where we're staying. Yeah. Um, and I remember we saw that and we said, Nope, not doing <laughs> that. Nope. See, I was a rebel and I got those speed skates for an extra dollar. Oh, <laughs> and I instantly regretted it because yeah. I haven't like roller skated in years. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. My yeah. confidence <laughs> took over. When I, when I was in high school for captain's practices, so these are practices for ski team led by teenagers. <laughs> and they would have us rollerblade down hills and like slalom skiing. <laughs> But instead of using cones, they would use rocks. So we would be (laughs) skiing around rocks down hills on rollerblades without like helmets, without wrist guards. And I just remember like being so fearful. But anyway, I bought, (laughs) it was kind of sadistic. They also used to shove my face in the snowbank and sit on me and call me little Fee because they would tease me for being my sister's little sister. Back, this back is in like <laughs> a lot to unpack. Like, there's so many layers of like, everything you just said. But they said, like Jess. did it lovingly, and then they like, "We love you so much," and like hug me and like, give me hot chocolate. But then they like jokingly like shove my face in the snow and be like, hey. "Also, after you almost died rollerblading down hills with rocks for cones, but back, that's fine." I mean, back oh. in the '90s and the early 2000s, you could get away with that shit. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 100. You could not. It was just a normal so. part of the culture. Yeah. Like you got bullied. Sorry. Yeah. And it, I don't know, to me at the time, it didn't feel like bullying because they like also did it so with so much like fun, loving energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also like, they would pick on me. So mm. because I could handle it. I think, right. I think like there's I a normal it. amount of kids mm-hmm. picking on, which I think is right. very different than bullying. Right? Yeah. Bullying it was, is a different- yeah. It was like fun. Jess can handle it and she'll throw it right back at us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but I got rollerblades a couple of years ago and I, I took a video of myself rollerblading around Arizona. Cause I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> I'm in rollerblades in my thirties. And then I ran over a rock and I was like, stutter and then I was like skating home and it was like not one of them wasn't moving so I was just like skating with one leg do you remember this and then I took a video of me like pulling this giant rock out of my rollerblades and I haven't touched them since so I would totally go to like an indoor roller rink with you okay, yeah Erin go. you're gonna coordinate that yeah. okay oh god so you're rollerblading what else are you doing oh and I got a library card I have oh. not done oh my that god, it's since so I was awesome. a kid yeah. yeah I love it I use it all the time like I had to like reteach myself actually the lady at the front desk was like you need help I'm like please <laughs> teach me I don't to know do how to do this system. how do I library yeah um. I know I, I have this book on hold I don't know how to find it <laughs> also if you have a kindle you can rent books from the library directly mm-hmm. to your kindle yes. from your house yes. it's a game changer just slipping mm-hmm. it in there so yeah. yeah so I'm tapping into um that like I don't know. It's um, the Court of Thorns and Roses and Throne of Glass series, if you've heard of it. That's why I'm reading. And it reminds me of like when I was a kid and reading like, I don't know, vampire 
Diaries or yeah. whatever it's called, Twilight. Yeah, <laughs> I read. <laughs> you know, I read and the I, Court of Thor- Thorns and Roses, like all five oh. books in like two weeks it's or so three good. weeks <laughs> and then the, the no fifth book ended about. up being like a salt i think i was telling ashley like oh i really like this series and then the fifth book have you gotten to the fifth book mm-hmm. yet i won't spoil it but it just got very adult and i was like what am i reading <laughs> yeah it's a little bit maybe not not pc yeah <laughs> exactly definitely not kid friendly no. yeah no amazing oh, man but yeah so that's what i've been tapping into and it feels very like light and freeing and playful and i feel like having been a student for so long to bring in like that playful energy again mm-hmm. is key to be able to you know have like the energy reserve to take care of people yeah. as well and like have my own I don't know, playfulness, be able to come out too and have an energy richness to it. So it's been really fun to tap into. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. How's it been exploring Minnesota now that you're a resident here? I'm a resident. I have my actual driver's license for Minnesota officially. Oh, wait. So I have to ask you. So Mm -hmm. Scott and I were pulling out of the parking lot yesterday and Mm -hmm. we saw your car with Washington plates, Mm -hmm. but Oregon banner, Mm -hmm. Oregon, what is it? Bad. What is the team? Uh, Beavers. Beavers. I was going to say Badgers, which is Wisconsin. (laughs) Excuse me. So we just like, there's some beef there. So you're a Minnesota resident with a Washington license plate, but you have an Oregon Beavers tag around around it yeah and I'm just like <laughs> I feel like there's a, there's a lot going on there. obviously she's a very cultured Duh. woman uh, yeah, yeah very clearly very clearly I just claim both Washington and Oregon as home because I grew up in Washington and then I went to Oregon State University ah. so I thought they were the ducks are they not? Oh, fuck the ducks. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> We've done the thing now. Fuck also, ducks. not fuck literal them. ducks. We like literal ducks, just to be clear. Let's go beavers. Anyways. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. No, I, because they're also beavers. <laughs> I shouldn't. I, what, I, what am I saying? I graduated as a gopher, so whatever. Yeah, that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the, the gophers do look like beavers, though. They like, do. I was walking around campus. I'm like, is this a beaver? And <laughs> Don't people, like, call their vaginas beavers yes yes, yes. Cool. so yep. so, so the ducks the ducks it. would say pound the beavers and we would say fuck the ducks so <laughs> that's there you go. now, now you know it's aggressive yeah this is incredible but My, i never even cared about the ducks until i went to oregon state university and everyone's obviously. like fuck the ducks i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> fuck the ducks I'm this gonna, is my identity yeah. now <laughs> i'm gonna group think this yeah, <laughs> love it. But they're actually really nice people. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> fantastic. Erin's Aaron, with the other team's yeah. crowd, yeah. and uh. she's just like, "This is fine." <laughs> she's like, "I like to fuck the ducks and pound the beavers." <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Hell yeah! Oh man. Uh, no, I went to this really cute store here in Minnesota, and it's like a very like sustainability sort of like product store, like mm. boutique. And the girl who was working the cashier, she was actually a duck. Oh, oh. yeah. So kind of full circle right there. There we go. Cool. Which store was it? I uh, don't remember the name. Oh, but cool. it's called. Right. It's near like the Yum Bakery. Mm. Mm-hmm food and bakery oh okay. i don't know i'm new here you just guys. the one oh, bakery in all of minnesota Is it christy case no wait i don't think so oh sorry <laughs> shout out christy case you have cool stores over there um when i drive by it when i go home i'll text you and tell you the name yeah yeah we'll have to put it in the link i yeah. think the yum bakery is a franchise isn't I, it i don't know i'm new here about the one on <laughs> you've been snelling. way more places than i've been in here <laughs> on snelling and selby sure like in St. Paul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whole Foods? yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's where well, I was. I know. Right there. I know the store you're talking about, okay. and I don't know what it used to be. A baby clothing store. Oh. Yeah. And now it's a different store, and I think the co-owner, her name is Christy Case, and she's awesome, and she always has amazing stuff. Yeah, we don't get paid really to. No, this is not. No. As you can tell, we it's should, not a sponsor because we don't know the name. So uh, <laughs> you have <yeah>. cute stuff, <laughs> really cute stuff. Yeah. Excellent. A little expensive. Yeah, outside my budget right now, but yeah. you know, That's very right. cute. A lot yes. of that sustainable stuff is. Yes. Yeah. 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 More for the good stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that, but it's really yeah. nice to see you. Like I know what I guess May is when you technically. Yeah. official Shouldn't Dr. Aaron done. status, which yeah. is, you know, it's the, it's the middle-ish of June now. Mm-hmm. So not that long, but you've really just like totally stepped into that role here and you just fit in so nicely. Well, thank it's nice you. to see you. Does I Minnesota feel comfortable to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I went camping this last weekend with my best friend and then three dogs. So my two dogs and her Dalmatian and that was awesome and it just like felt super comfortable and the dogs were so happy so yeah especially when I'm like outside I'm just like yes Mm -hmm. this feels good yeah Mm -hmm. and also whenever I go up north it doesn't really feel like I'm in Minnesota anymore it's totally different yeah yeah Yeah, it gives me more like west coast vibes so that felt more homey too yeah yeah it's a different world up there I'm glad you you can keep exploring that Mm mm-hmm neat were you gonna say Jess I was gonna ask if you'd been to a specific place Palisade Ted did you go there? Did you go to Palisade Heads? It's like, uh, well, we'll talk about it later, but it's super cool. If you haven't been there, it's like driving up on the North Shore and you can miss it because it's mm. it doesn't oh, seem no, like yeah, anything. We did stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to drive yes. up this huge hill and then you drive to the top of like the cliffs over like Superior. Mm. And on a clear day, you can see how clean the water is. You can see the cool. rocks, which must Love be like... That. 50 feet underwater. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. really cool. Wow. One of my there. favorite spots in Minnesota. Okay. I'll add it to my list. There you go. Erin like definitely is a tourist becoming a, a resident. Yeah. She's sure. an adventurer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's going to seriously has already been more places than I've been. <laughs> That's how I've I been here too. like my life. So Erin will be like in the office. Have you been here? I'm like, nope. nope. <laughs> I never even heard of it. <laughs> yes. I don't sit still very well, but. It's probably because I have two dogs as well. Yes. <laughs> High energy dogs. High energy. Yeah. Mm, Anything amazing. else you want to share? No. Where you're at? I don't think so. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. Yay. Excellent. Jess? Yeah, I have I have a little bit to share. <laughs> um, <laughs> and in thinking about like how I used to attract things to me, I'm just going to start with when I turned 30, I had recently gotten separated or divorced or something like that. I don't, when you said something about like 33 feels different. I was like, what did I even do when I was 33? (laughs) Like, I don't remember 33 at all off the top of my head. But when I was 30, like I was thinking about going into 30, what do I want for myself? And I was like, I want skin like a teenager, like clear, beautiful. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't specify clear, beautiful skin on the day of my 30th birthday. I woke up and when I was a teenager, and this is why I was thinking it when I was a teenager, I never had a breakout or a blemish. Like Mm -hmm. I had really nice skin as a teenager, but I woke up on 30 and I had zits all <laughs> over my face like the a teenager. Love it. Yeah. Oh, you ain't getting yeah. that. It's like, you want this. You're manifesting it incorrectly. Like you need to be in cohesion in all parts of your life. If you want what you want, you need to be really specific and clear with it. Like mm-hmm. manifesting things isn't just um, 
hoping that they'll come true. It's like creating the environment for Yeah, it's it like the come. genie's wish. Yeah. You better be really mm-hmm. fucking specific if yeah. you get a genie's wish. And yeah, or, and have the know. ecosystem to support what you're yeah. calling in. Absolutely. Right? And sometimes the contrast will show up to get you to learn gratitude. Yeah. Or the contrast as well, which is when people talk about magnetism, you're not only in the law of attraction, but you're in the law of repulsion. You cannot have attraction without repulsion. Yeah. And if you're infatuated with the result, you will often attract the opposite to humble you to actually get you balanced. hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. So, and I think that what's been happening in the last five months is a testament to the ecosystem that I've really created for myself. And so like, even when I have setbacks, it doesn't feel as terrible as it like once did. Um, so the first thing was I, what was the first thing? I don't know. Um, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my kids are switching to a public school and it's been like a point of contention for me. I'm like very, even though I know that it's what you make it and it's a lot about the environment you host for your child. It's been really hard for me to consider transitioning into that kind of environment. Yeah. And so, um, and, and the city that we live in, the schools just don't have that good of a rating. And so we are at a mother's day brunch and my brother just bought a house in the city of Egan mm. and they were talking about how great it was and all these ratings and how it's like one of the most eco-friendly cities in the state. It's also one of the most socio economically stable cities and they're doing a lot of investing investments into like the school systems and like green and all of that and we left brunch and Michael was just like you seem kind of like nervous about the kids going to public school and I was like just kind of talking about it and then he was like why don't we move (laughs) so this was May this is May 14 May 14th I was like yeah we should move Called my brother literally 30 <laughs> seconds later and was like, hey, um, th- we're going to move to Egan or Rosemount or like also like this di- w- one school district. Um, and l- if it were up to me, I'd be moving to the country so I could have chickens. And mm-hmm. but but this is for the kids. Right. We need mm-hmm. to have them in a space where they can have friends nearby and their dad is nearby. And so May 14th. We were like, let's move. May 18th, we put an offer on a house. And it was the first house that Michael saw. It was the second house that I saw. Um, and May 20th, we found out we got the house. Uh, and, <laughs> boom, went, boom, boom. and we were at a wedding in on a mountain in Tennessee when we found out that Amazing. we got the house. And then I went to Alaska last week. Ooh. Yeah. Woohoo. Alaska's amazing. You should go. And Michael and I were on a hike. And while we were hiking, Michael proposed. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. So now She's Mel. She's showing you the ring if yeah, you're on yeah. YouTube. Oh, yeah. Here's my ring. <laughs> and now Mel is going to be my actual sister-in-law. Instead of me, I always am like, oh, my sister-in-law Mel, but she's like, not my sister-in-law legally yet. So now she actually will be. Thank God we have the legalities now. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't operate without those. 100%. I need rules and I need structure. Um, but then, yeah. And so one other thing I've been exploring is like, as an OT working independently, I miss like the collaboration with Mm. other professionals. And I also feel like I have so much to do. So I've been kind of casting my net out to see if there's any like career opportunities that align with my belief system. And yesterday I got a job offer that I accepted. So knock on wood, it all works out. But um, that's some exciting things. That's why you sat in that chair. Just just casually (laughs) house. 
house engagement, engagement new job new job boom 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 less than a month's time by the way yeah, yeah. like literally less than a month's yep. time yeah so like and i think that that is a reflection of like the energy that i've been holding and working towards mm-hmm. absolutely and because all of this is happening at once i'm like how do i maintain this high energy and not get like caught up on it so right now i'm doing a program for like personal excellence that yeah. involves a lot of like self-discipline mm-hmm. and really being very structured so that i can continue to operate at this like high energetic um volume and like this high this high vibration so that I don't get lost in the excitement of everything and I continue to stay grounded and so I and that was something I committed to before I even knew I was getting engaged I was like when I get back from Alaska I'm going to do this really intense program and then now I'm back and here we are engaged and with a new job and a new house and moving into a new house in like two and a half weeks wow amazing yes well I think that's a testament just to you know the commitment right because people listening to this could be like wow she manifested that so quickly but remember through the law of momentum you have to put in that commitment and baby steps over time and then all of a sudden when things pick up it's it's the snowball effect right it's the law of gravity it's the law of momentum where as you build matter in the three-dimensional space it it feels like the time space is collapsing where things just continue to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But I love what you said because it can be so easy to get caught up in, in the manifestation and get really infatuated in like almost euphoric. And then oftentimes when you're really high and prideful, you'll actually be, something will occur to humble you and yeah. to balance you out. So I'm humbling myself. Got yeah. that universe? Yeah. <laughs> you're choosing your challenges. Yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. And really I think smart. a really g- good kind of description of what you just described was like after I got divorced and even when I started dating Michael, I was like, I will never get married again. Yeah. But I remember very you surprised. Like, I know. Like when Michael was like, I'm going to propose. I was like, does she, did we talk about this? Oh, like, so even Aaron yeah. and I were talking about this. Yeah, we talked about it like a few weeks before. And I was like, I don't think we'll get engaged anytime soon. Dude. Dude. Okay. First off, before you go into what you're about to share, yeah. I just have to share as, as the sister. So I'm, I'm back in the office and training and Michael comes in and he has this energy and you know, I'm kind of pulling from the field and he goes to Aaron and Ashley at the front desk and I can't see them, but I can hear them. You guys think I can't hear what you talk about up here, but I can. Um, and I didn't hear Michael, but I heard either Ashley or Aaron go, oh my God. It was and me. in yeah. that moment, in that moment, I knew, I said to myself, Michael has a ring and he's going to propose to Joss. Yeah. I fucking knew it. And then he came out and he gave me that weird look. And I was like, I know what you're doing. (laughs) You don't even need to tell me. I just knew based on the energy of y'all up here. I mean, I think I also said, I said, oh my God. And then I was like, I'm crying. (laughs) Like I literally was crying. Yeah. Yeah. And then I walked back to you and you were like, Michael's proposing to Jess. And I was like, I know nothing. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Ashley was like, Nope. I was like, <laughs> bullshit. I was like, he's like, I want to tell Mel. And I was like, okay. And then she's looking at me and I'm like, I don't know. So he actually never had to tell me verbally because yeah. I knew and I told him, I was like, I know what you're doing. And then he came in again before you guys were leaving and he took out the ring and showed 
these two again and he was running around at the ring around me. <laughs> I, was, I said, okay, yep, I classic. guess this is how a younger brother tells his older sister. <laughs> yeah. um, but then I watched, I watched the video uh, so that, that you guys posted oh, and I just so immediately started crying. Yeah. yeah, same. Yeah, it's a good video. He, uh, he did surprise me. I was pretty much the only person in my life who did not know that it was happening. <laughs> um, and we were like hiking up the side of a mountain and it was the second hardest hike we've ever done, which says something because we hike a lot. Yeah. And I, the first hardest hike was so hard that I like didn't make it to the top. Yeah. Um, mostly because I didn't want to watch other people on the side of a cliff, but <laughs> we're like hiking and I'm like struggling, very hungover. I drank a lot of champagne the night before at a wedding. <laughs> and he Great. was like, <laughs> I was like, I know I'm like holding you up and we have to go up this really steep part. It's so like, you can go up ahead of me. And he's like, okay. And just like oh, ran. He, he knew. Yeah, yeah. He ran you up the hill. Yeah. He was like, okay, bye. He, he set up the phone, right? So yeah. you didn't know. He set up the phone. And so he like ran up the hill and I was like, oh, he really took what I said to heart. Like I'm probably going <laughs> to catch up to him and then he's going to walk away from me again. Which is what he will do in hikes like that. But he was like waiting for me at the top. And I was like, hi. And he's like, look at the view. And I was like, oh, I turned around and like looked at the view. And I turned back around. He like knelt down and it was very cute. And I was very surprised. Um, So, but what I was getting to is um, the, that like building of momentum and like Mm -hmm, reshaping mm -hmm. things. I probably wouldn't have ever committed to anybody else again if it weren't for like the structures that we built over the last four and a half years absolutely like tons of commitment tons of honesty tons of hard moments tons of vulnerability and also just like fun right like we have a very playful relationship and that's something that I really need in my life is playfulness and all of that so yeah like that's how things like that manifest right it wasn't just like Michael and I found each other and it was perfect. It was like, no, we like worked to right. make it work. And now we're able to like take the next step together, which feels yes. exciting. Yes. So, uh, September 28th, 2024, save the date. Not all of you, <laughs> not all of you. <laughs> some of you invite only. Right. Actually, <laughs> Jess is going to have it be like a fight club where you got to fight to get in. It is a fight mm. club. Yeah. So you have to fight Abe, my <laughs> nine year old. Oh God. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to your wedding, but I guess I'm going to kick my ass. For yeah. Sure. yeah, right. You would totally WWE I would waste an eight-year-old for sure. Like lift Let's him overhead and just slam him just down. Just hold his head. Yeah. <laughs> just I don't know cute. though, like that kid fought one of the teachers the other day and the teacher was like, he's relentless. And I was like, I know he doesn't. Is this yeah. a jujitsu teacher? Yeah. Okay. He just, like, is he just like decking no, his no, math no, teacher? Sorry. Like, one of his jujitsu coaches, I should say. <laughs> we condone subtle violence on yeah. Project Linus. Obviously. We well, condone healthy masculinity expression yeah, and testosterone development. Yeah. It's super important to, like you said, have playfulness and, and especially for young boys to have to develop that part of themselves to, and, and girls too, to, to rough and, you know, just move their body and mm-hmm. be, and have it be with elders too. Yeah. It's really, really important. I yeah. just wanted to specify because yeah. you said teacher and yeah. I was like, mm, Ashley's what kind of math. school are we in now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we move schools and now Abe fight. fights teacher. Yeah, yeah. That's and actually what I want is teachers who hold like corporal punishment. <laughs> toss them. I love Amazing. when we can laugh about the dark. The dark yeah. Yes. Beating children up. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. Well, your commitment and choice to be in the momentum of life is very inspiring. It is. Thank I can you. See that in you Thank too. You. Incredibly happy for you guys. Yeah. I, I love people too. in love and it's uh-huh. just it's just nice. Yeah. yeah. 
bonus we are we are very in love yes <laughs> i mean i do remember like when you guys first started dating some of the ups and downs you know um michael would come to the office and be be very upset and i just remember i said hey dude like you know this is that you had been his longest relationship yeah. you know that he had had and it brought me back to when ben and i were first dating for a couple of years and there were ups and downs you know breakups here and there and i said yeah, this is part of it. It's yeah. it's it can be a healthy growth edge to experience contrast and you can choose to grow in it or some people run away, right. you know. My relationships so. are our work all the time. Yeah. No matter yeah. what, no matter how long you've been together or Absolutely. what you're doing, but they're the kind of work that you do together because you love each other, right? Which yeah. is such a different situation mm -hmm. than decide work like in a negatively connotated sense yeah, you know yeah. what I mean it's it's hard work but it's the kind of work I I would want to do every day yeah right? yeah Choose and I'm pain and pleasure the only like female well person relationship Michael's been in where he's like told them he loves them yeah so yeah but and, and I also want to say to that is like um, relationships can be incredibly like reflective and healing too. So Michael grew up in a household with a single mom of two kids. And that's what I was when he entered my yeah. life. Who's so that I other kid? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you? Maybe. I probably disassociated. <laughs> yeah. Some of so, or what was your alter ego's name? Ashley. 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 It was me. <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about Ashley that. Ashley is in my life. But that's fine. Talk uh, about manifestation. So maybe, there were, maybe there were like three children in the house. Who knows? But like coming into that and, and being able to see the opportunity in each relationship that you have, not just like romantic relationships but mm. see how they reflect things in yourself that need healing that need addressing mm. that need to be healed through play through discussion through manifesting different ecosystems all of that right yeah yeah it can be a beautiful thing and it is yeah beautiful container beautiful messy mirror. beautiful yes. yeah yeah mm -hmm. It's yeah. the, the best kind. Yeah. yeah. It's the mess and the masterpiece in the mirror. 100%. Each other. Yeah. Yay. I'm Love excited. It. September 2024. Um, what about you, Dr. Mel? I know. What's your life like? Well, I, I was just having a moment reflecting, you know, listening to y'all and just seeing the growth you all have had. And it was like, I just had a moment. It's really fun <laughs> and beautiful. And just reflecting on all of our growth, even just seeing us together, it just, the energy feels different, like faces look different. I mean, obviously it's sunny here, so perhaps some of us have more sun, but. It's not me, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some color. You've got some color. A little bit more A color. little, a smidge. Ugh. I hide myself from the sun, so, I mean like my skin. I'm yeah. outside all the time, but. You are. I wear a lot of layers yeah. outside. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Me, oh my goodness. It's like, what is time? I feel like. <laughs> The more I get into my 30s, the more I am choosing to be present every moment and not live so much into the future. But I feel 2023 has been a lot of letting go, a lot of ending certain like business relationships that I have been really moments of crying, moments of tears at that, but also very liberating and very freeing. And I feel like I'm stepping into as you said, Ash, like a higher level of authenticity, uh, not higher, a more embodied level of authenticity when it comes to both personally and professionally. I've been really choosing my relationship more with Ben, which has been really sweet and really fun. And, 
you just you sharing has had me reflecting a lot on you know how playful Ben and I have been and just committing to each other and seeing like as I've committed more to him and being more present with him how he's really committed to himself um like he's just going crazy on this like health thing which is great I mean that's becoming a higher value for him and he's really committed to it it's fun to see him blossom so I feel being able to do that has been a huge growth edge simply being an entrepreneur when you start a business my relationship was with inspire life and there were many times that I had to sacrifice our relationship to make this work and now that we've created momentum and growing our team and bringing in other amazing doctors I'm having moments where I I'm also connecting to that younger Mel that's like I miss art I miss I miss drawing I miss doing ceramics so last night I actually uh, opened up my iPad and I have the iPad pencil because I got the pencil back from Michael (laughs) and I was just like drawing and like messing with it and it just reminded me like I used to do so much art you know in our house right now that we're living in is it's like a tiny home it's beautiful it's it's just a, a fun cozy place and it doesn't warrant having my art stuff all around. It doesn't necessarily warrant having my ceramics in the middle of the living room, I guess. So I'm having these moments where I'm asking with the spaciousness, like what what is it that I like from a personal perspective? Because those of you who are entrepreneurs know when, like, when you start a business, so much of your time and energy goes into the birth of it, the creation of it, the systems, making sure your team feels secured, making sure that you know your clients are taken care of. And sometimes you can you know, I think I've done a good job of not putting myself on the back burner from a health perspective. I'm also recognizing, okay, there's more to me than just like working out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really craving just like my artistic side. Yeah. Um, so with that, you know, I, this week have officially birthed and launched the open enrollment for the Project Lioness cohort. Hell yeah, you and what was that? Hell yeah, you have. Yeah. Do, you, do you have any vaginal tearing? Uh, yeah, it's, there's been some ups and downs of that. Okay, yeah. There's been a lot of emotion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ashley and I, well, Ashley and Aaron and I were at the, in the office the other day and they were just pouring into me and I was crying and I think it was, was it the day I launched it? Or yeah, was it? yeah, the literal day. Yeah. yeah. So like that Monday? Aaron and I are bleeding, so we should be the emotional <laughs> ones, right? And, and Mel's ovulating and just sobbing oh, in yeah. the office. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, in the best kind of sobbing. Like we weren't like hazing yeah. her. <laughs> no, it was, it was a moment where they, you know, I had just gotten off of, I'm, I'm really committing to, learning different ways of working with people too. Specifically, this breakthrough methodology is really supporting me and really supporting my clients and I'm really getting more masterful at it. So I was sharing with them stuff from the weekend and I'm coming off of this really amazing weekend with um, Dr. John Martini, and I'm, I'm just sharing and somehow it, the conversation went to these two like really pouring into my leadership and it was that moment of like, okay, Mel, you can just receive this. You know, yeah. you don't, have to push it back or whatever and they were not putting me on a pedestal but just really sharing I mean especially you Ash were sharing like yeah you're doing it like it's not out there you're, you're doing it and I feel this on a cellular level of all these people I've really looked up to and admired and really 
put on pedestals and really learned from them feeling like their gifts are outside of me. There's been this alchemization of really embodying those gifts and, and becoming that archetype of, you know, more of like the crone. Right. And I'm not there yet in, in age, but I feel like there's just this wisdom that I've wanted to birth into the world, which is this compilation in Project Lioness of literally my 33 years of existence, all the training I've done, all the learning I've done, not just from an educational perspective, but a lived experience that I've just felt so called to literally birth into the world. And right now I'm in a practice of trusting that and practicing restraint emotionally, like really trusting the process and not worried about you know how is it going to land or whatever and trusting however it's going to land is going to be beautiful um and this has been something i've shared on this podcast that i have i mean i downloaded this in 2020 right and so it's been a long gestational period with perhaps some ripping and tearing along the way (laughs) but not fully birthing it and I, I just chose June 14th was yeah. was the day. So if you're listening to this, it's a little after June 14th and enrollment is open. And it, I what I'm most... Where, sorry, where can they find enrollment? Well, you have to apply. Oh, so, so they reach out to you directly. Yeah, so I'll drop the application in the show notes. Um, and the reason, it's, the reason it's application and the reason I'm picking and choosing and it's invite only essentially is because... It's a 16-week container where we are going to be doing a recalibration of body, mind, and spirit. And it's deep work. And the people I've noticed who are attracted to it have done some level of work in the world. Absolutely. And they're stepping into their authenticity. They're stepping into their Linus energy. And it's going to take a willingness to get a little bit uncomfortable. And I get that not the masses and, and the public of people who maybe listen to us or tune into our channels not everyone's there yet and that's okay. It's not that you won't get there, but this container is meant to grow you. It's meant to challenge you. It's meant to stretch you all in a space of love and support and community and connection. So it's not for everyone, but if you feel a resonance in your being right now, then go to the show notes and apply because enrollment starts or enrollment closes July 4th and the cohort begins July 11th. I just want to chime in that like, I think- it really speaks to your, gosh, what's the word I want here? Um, You're not just taking a bunch of money from everybody. Like this is an Mm. investment. So you're not just saying anybody everywhere, give me your money. I'll solve all your problems, right? Like I really just love and then want to kind of like keep pouring into you in this idea that's like, one of the reasons (laughs) you're picking and choosing is that it is an investment and you want to make sure the people that are called to this are actually the people that are ready for it instead of just like taking people's money, which I think is something that I'm, personally really passionate about because again like accessibility is so important to me and just having people have um finding what's right for them at the right time without kind of sinking their resources out of desperation does that make sense you know so it's just like I just wanted to call that out like it's not invite only because we're some exclusive club that's like you don't belong here it's invite only because we want you to get the experience that you're creating this amazing growth experience. We want you to be in a spot that's ready for that. Yeah. yeah and I think that you're going to be individualizing some of the stuff. And yeah. so like, you need to know that person and know like, is this someone I can work with and Absolutely. help individualize their care? So if you think about programs that you've invested 
in before listeners, mm-hmm. like whether it's diet, exercise, um, lifestyle, anything like that. If they just accepted you one off the cuff, did you fully follow through with it? Did it feel customized to you? Cause everything mm-hmm. that you're engaging in should be individualized to you. You, we are all unique. And right. so when you have a, a program that's really standardized, it's not going to resonate or hit with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that this is, this is a different type of program than, you know, like the Octavia or whatever that is like gives you all the stuff that you need. This is like a forming what yeah. you need. Yeah. Shaping what and you need. And you'll be doing the bulk of that as, yeah. as yeah. you're always saying, right? Yep. Like yeah. the people who are coming into this cohort, like y'all are going to be doing the work just like you do the work mm-hmm. on the table in the office. Yeah. So yeah. you need to be in a spot for that. So I just want to do a test to you. like, I just, I love seeing that in leaders yeah. and, and in entrepreneurs, especially like, yeah, of course people deserve to be paid for their work and their efforts. Mm-hmm. And you're creating something incredible mm-hmm. that you've, like you said, you're putting your, all of your wisdom into this yeah. compensation is there, but what's more important is that the people that are joining this are really getting what you have to offer. Absolutely. And I think it's beautiful because you're stepping into your gifts as a leader and sharing all of your wisdom, which is going to allow other people who are going to join this cohort to also step into their power into their wisdom, into their gifts. And that, like, that gets me, like, ooh. Yes. <laughs> so yes. excited. Empower yeah. humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, thank you guys. I really yeah. appreciate that. And that's, you know, that is, I want it to be tailored and I want it to be unique to the people. So every time a cohort opens and closes, it is so unique and it's a living, breathing container. It's not just like go through this thing and do the steps. It's what is emerging for you at this time that you desire to transform and transmute and have the accountability and the support, not only from me, but your fellow cohort participants. And I'm calling it a tuition yeah. because my intention with this is that there's probably been some educational programming that you've experienced in any dimension, in any domain of life that requires some dismantling. So it's not only a process of learning, but it's also a process of unlearning. And it's more experiential. Yes. And I'm not here to throw a bunch of content at you and like overload you. I'm actually here to bring you into the jungle and cut away the weeds as we as we go in together. That's the way I'm getting to like the core of who you really are. Exactly. Yes. Rather than who you think you should be. Yeah. Ah, back much, to stepping into your authenticity. Yeah. I like it, it all comes full circle. And this kind of reminded me, like, because you're like, I am the crone, even though I'm not there physically. And I feel like soul wise energy wise you do resonate with somebody a little bit older more wise but that like in any phase in our life we can pick up the energy of the maiden or the mother or the crone and we could be multiple at once right like so i might be a crone in some areas and a maiden in others i think i literally on the day we were discussing when we were Mm -hmm. kind of pouring into originally i said that just because somebody has 33 years experience and somebody has two i can learn things from both of those people right it doesn't the experience level age is not what makes you uh, uh, the crone energy or the elder energy right Mm -hmm. it's just this idea like you said you can be anywhere and and we all have something to offer each other each and every one of us regardless of the stage that we're on Mm -hmm. and stepping into your gifts is you know the the best thing that you can do for yourself Mm -hmm. and others 
So. Lived experience. Absolutely. Lived experience. And yeah. it can definitely be scary to go into that too. It's yeah. like the quote that I shared that day as well. Like fears are just joys coming home. Well, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. That one. I'm yeah. remembering that one. That mm-hmm. was yeah. a good one. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all. I'm excited. Yay. It's seriously <laughs> like it's badass. I know yeah. this episode isn't to, to push you to do it, but you should really <laughs> check it out because yeah. Mel's pretty great. We'll, so. we'll drop the landing or not the landing page. We will drop the application because there's a series of questions that do require you to go internal and, and reflect on yourself and see where you're at. Um, so I appreciate you all supporting Yay. that. And this podcast, as, as Ashley said, we want to make wisdom accessible and we want to make these conversations accessible. So if this is resonating with you, you know, keep sharing the podcast, listen to the podcast, just because there's a cohort doesn't mean I'm not going to be an open book. Right. Um, but we'll continue to have watering hole, bring into the watering hole. Yeah. As I say, conversations. I mean, we have lots of other totally accessible to everybody events too that yeah. we could touch well, we on. We got like, coming up. Yeah. So we'll Soul Filled up. Saturday. Yeah. I am I facilitate a quarterly now breathwork class in the office here based on the 12 stages of healing. Um which are badass. If you don't know what they are, oh, we have yeah. books in the office. If you are a practice member and you don't have one, please tell me. I, I would love to give you job. one. Um, but we're teaching stages four through seven on June 24th at 1130. And y'all are welcome to come. It's it, it's a beautiful place to heal in community. You don't need any experience. I, I'm going to teach each stage in depth. So you can come in like I have no idea or you can come in as a quote unquote expert mm-hmm. and you'll fit in just fine. So that's definitely coming up. What else? Am I? Oh, I do forest bathing too. Forest yeah, bathing is, is coming up July, July 8th. We'll make sure these are all in the show notes. Yes. So that's another just like beautiful experience. Fantastic for your physical and mental health to be among trees. And it's great to be around other people in community. If if you're not getting the theme yet, we're fostering community. We really Mm -hmm. want to foster this idea of healing in community, right? So yeah. So Soul Food Saturday is my like literal mini passion. Breathwork helped me, helped me change my life. The languaging there is very important. It did not yeah. change my life. It helped me change my life. Um, and it can do that for anybody. So I'm really passionate about it. And I'd love it if people, more people were coming. So, yeah. So we got that in the summer, plus probably some other stuff Michael and Jess are going to oh, create. Yeah. We don't have the links yet, but. Doing like a little end of summer celebration, probably a little barbecue, maybe. Yeah, some food. With guacamole. Yeah, guacamole, obviously. Guacamole contest. <laughs> yes. So we'll drop. Cohort link application of that is inspiring to you. Definitely Soul Filled Saturday is such a powerful class. Ashley does an amazing Thank job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's, yeah, it's, you can learn how to be your own healer with your breath in your hands. It's so powerful. And then something at the end of summer. And then we're going to say the F word, fall. Oh, I thought you were going to say fuck. <laughs> I was like, we said fuck a lot. Fuck I was like, shit. Fuck the ducks, That's man. Right. But, not but, and we have our, is this our fourth Inspire Immersion? Yeah. Whoa. Shit. Four. Hell yeah. So we have the Inspire Immersion coming up November 16th through the 19th. We'll drop the link here. It is still early bird pricing. We've got eight spots left. After this weekend, there will only be seven. Yes. Because I'm giving away one. I'm timing myself. This will come out after the Money, Wealth, and the Nervous System class. But- when you're listening to this, there might be seven or there might be less. Yeah. So jump on it. That is a really great container over four days 
to come back home to what really matters. And yeah. I don't know if, I think I told Jess the theme, but I tell you the theme. We heard the theme because yeah. we yeah. were there when you downloaded the theme. Yeah. I, don't think I, yeah. I don't think so, I heard the theme. What you're the, the theme? one who doesn't know. Yeah, I don't the, know. The theme is your journey towards wholeness. I like it. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. That's and nice. also it's, it's going to sell out. It, it will sell out. So don't, yeah. you know, if you're dragging yeah. your feet like, oh, I'll wait around, like you may miss your shot. So yeah, there we've already no sold there. six of our 14 tickets. Exactly. So. And it's yeah. not even July. Right. So. Yeah. There is no someday. Do it. Do and it. And trust that whether it's Project Linus, the immersion, as you hear, we have a lot of free shit. Come yeah. to that. Any of those events, whatever the timing is right for you, like step into that shit. Yeah. And I always say, and it's true, like when you really feel called and it's an alignment and you are saying yes to a, a more expansive embodied version of you, the resources always show up. Yes. The time, the energy, the money, they always show up. They always show up when it's in alignment. So if it's in alignment, join us. All right, y'all. Anything else? I have to pee so bad. All right. This is Dr. Mel. Ashley. Dr. Aaron. And Jess. And at the Project Lioness, we are here to support you in reclaiming your power, inviting you to pursue your purpose, and ultimately inspiring you to play all out in life. See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining the Project Linus podcast. Did you find value in today's episode? Help us impact the lives of others by sharing this podcast with someone you know who would resonate and benefit from the Project Linus message. Excited to hear more? We invite you to subscribe on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And we'd be so grateful for you to leave us a review about what you enjoy most as well as what you'd like to hear more of. Thank you so much for all of your support. Sincerely yours in power, purpose, and play. Dr. Mel with the Project Lioness podcast. Keep rising, keep roaring, and keep inspiring.